This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Alva Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding old Dan out. Come on, Dan, let's go. Got to get up, got to get a getting. Can't just drag around now. You know how Old Trailblazer is. You got to be up and about our father's business. And you're just as much a part of this business as I am. So you come on, Dan. You've been faithful all these years, and and uh, we, we appreciate it. So let's, let's get back to our study. We're looking there at uh, the blood of the blood of the covenant, the blood in the New Testament, in the Old Testament. We're going to get in the New Testament for long, but we've been looking at how that man is a sinner, bankrupt with nothing to pay, and uh, yet folks close their eyes, close their ears, and won't have it, won't have the gospel. I have folks tell me, uh, Pastor, uh, I, I don't I don't need, I'm not a sinner. Don't, don't tell me I'm a sinner. And then, and then listen, but I asked you to listen. Would you do that? The old trailblazer, the Lord has given me a love for your soul, and I'm preaching for the souls of men. My only desire is that one here and one there will be a, a touched and open, heart be opened by the Holy Spirit, and uh, that your will might be broken. Did you know your will must be broken? The Lord says, uh, uh, those that be of a broken heart and a contrite spirit, he will save. I can't, I can't pay your sin debt, my friend. But I feel so hopeless and helpless sometimes as I sit here or stand here or stand there in my pulpit and uh, I hear sinners crying out in the mail and letters and phone calls, uh, Pastor, help me. I don't know how to help you, but I can do one thing. I can point you to the one who can. I'm a sinner myself, and I had to have a substitute to pay my sin debt. So I asked you this morning, my friend, what are you going to do? when you come to the end of life without a substitute. You know, uh, there's an old saying that there's two things that's sure, that's death and taxes. Well, I don't know about taxes, but I know one thing. Man uh, is going to die. We're going to die. Death is a certainty, my friend. Now, what are you going to do? Uh, you may be... You may be healthy and robust and full of life and full of strength and have a good bank account and everything's on, running on time. But what about when you come down to the end of this life? All that you, all that you have accomplished won't, won't mean a thing in this world to you unless you have a substitute for your sin, someone who paid your sin debt. Because you owe a sin debt, my friend. But listen, uh, what are you going to do without a sin offering? Because you must have someone to meet the penalty of death against you as a sinner, or you'll have to pay it yourself in hell. For someone to meet the penalty of death that is against you, it must be someone whom the law of righteousness has no claim against. The law of righteousness has a claim against every sinner, but the law of righteousness has no claim against our blessed Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. So the poor old Jew had to bring a sin offering without blemish, without spot unto the Lord. Now, let's go there and look, let's, let's look into that for a little while. On the basis of his sinless perfection and that the righteous judgment of God has no claims against him, our blessed Lord, the Son of God, came forward and offered himself as a sin offering, as a divine substitute for the sinner. I wish you could see that. Would you just put away all your vain imagination and and listen? I have folks uh, have told me in church that they would count the ceiling tiles in the church or count the painted windows uh, in the stained windows and paint the pews or count the pews and all of those things but my friend would you just listen 
You know what you can do? You can ask the Lord, Lord, allow me, permit me to hear as for eternity. Because that's what we are. You're not facing eternity. We are. We're facing eternity, my friend. This, this world is not here for long. The Bible says when all these things begin to take place, look up. Now, what, what things are he talking about? He's talking about exactly what we have today in our world condition. We have, we have men's hearts are failing them for fear. We have uh, uh, no love of the truth anymore. And those things, and in our, even our economic conditions are failing, uh, coming up to the end of time. But, my friend, you, 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 folks don't care. You tell me you don't care. Oh, we're going to be here a long time, Pastor. We're going to be here. No, no. This may be the last message that you ever hear. It may be the last message that I ever bring. My friend, I face that reality day by day. I look into the eyes of my congregation on Sunday morning. I look out there, look over them, look into their eyes. I see beautiful young girls, robust young men, thinking that all is well, thinking that, that they're going to be here for a long, long time. And, and, and you know, I, I have the uh, notion that most of our folks don't even think they're ever going to die. But, my friend, you are. The Bible says it is a point under man once to die, and after that, the judgment. That's, that's the part, after that. After that, the judgment. But listen, uh, he offered to pay the sin debt that we owe. What grace. What grace. Do you ever thank the Lord? When you look upon a sinner uh, and see him in the light of God's word, under the light of the glorious gospel, to see what he really is by nature, not fit to be saved, not worthy to be redeemed, and then see the Lord Jesus Christ, the second person of the triune God, step forth as a lamb and offer himself in the sinner's place to pay the penalty that is against that sinner. That's more than the human heart can comprehend, my friend. I don't understand it. Then not only to pay the sin debt, but to give the sinner a righteousness, a perfect righteousness which he does not possess, which will make him fit, a fit subject for heaven. I ask you, are you a fit subject for heaven this morning? Or are you a fit subject for hell? Oh, in the sin offering, the victim was a substitute for the sinner. This great truth is set forth in 2 Corinthians 6.21 in these words. Listen. 2 Corinthians 5.21 He has made him to be sin for us. And then again in 1 Peter 3.18 For Christ also has once suffered for sin, the just for the unjust. How can you, how can you turn down such a Savior? How can you pitch your will? How can you rear and buck and pitch and cuss and, and, and will not have the Lord to rule over you? How can you rebel? against such a God. I don't understand it, my friend. I told my folks here one night last week in the service, I said, this ministry, God's ministry has been here for 75, 80 years under Pastor Shelton's preaching and teaching, then others, and then coming on down to this modern day, this time we're living in here, and the gospel, all of those years, the gospel has been preached. Christ has been held up and held out as the Savior of men. 
the truth has gone out. I, I tell this to my folks here, and I say, you've heard it. You have heard it, and you will not believe it. You will not accept it, the fact that you are lost. You will not accept the fact that you need, that your need is a substitute. That's what we're speaking about today, that you need a substitute. You need someone to take your place, my friend, at the great white throne judgment there. One day that will stand, that every sinner will be brought before the Lord, and the books will be open, and another book will be open, the Scripture says. And I, I, I fantasize it like this, that the Lord will say to the recording angel, look and see if old Joe's name is in the book. Look over there and see if old Joe. And, and the angel will look through that book, and he'll say, no, no, sir. His name's not there. he said, say, look again. Look again. Maybe you missed it. Because the Lord is gracious, my friend. The Lord desires no one to go to hell. Did you know that? Did you think the Lord just sends you to hell for no reason? No. It's because you will not bow your knee and then will not confess and will not cry unto the Lord. But the angel comes back and said, no, his name's not there. And I can see that picture, that individual, young or old. The Lord will say, depart from me. I never knew you. I never knew you. Won't that be an awful time, my friend? Won't that be an awful time? You say, well, how, how in the world can all that happen with the masses of people? My friend, the Lord never gets in a hurry. Eternity is going to be a long time. Someone told me the other day what eternity would be. It would be like a, like a, a small bird picking up a sand off of the beach, beaches of the world and take that and deposit it over on the other side of the world. One at a time, one drop of one grain of sand at a time, one little bird and one drop of sand and carrying it over there and dropping it somewhere else. And that will maybe it may make eternity. You ever you ever notice you ever have you ever seen the, the sandy beaches of America even and then all over the world and then the sands of the desert? You know, I mean, it's, it's uncomprehendable, my friend. Eternity. You can't describe eternity. No. But listen. Listen, eternity is going to be uh, spent somewhere. You're going to spend it either somewhere, either in heaven or in hell. I tell you this morning, there's no intermediate place. There's no purgatory. Not There's no purgatory, my friend. I know folks get mad with me, but you cannot show me one iota, one instance, of one evidence of, 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 of a place where you can go. And, and folks can pray you out or buy candles and get you out or, or just anything, whatever they, I don't know what all they do. But my friend, there's no such a place. There's, and don't bank on it. There's no such a place. You either go to hell or you go to heaven, one or the other. You, the Lord will come get you. The angels will bring you into the presence of our blessed Lord. You know what you do, I believe, when you get there? Folks will say, oh, I want to go see Mama. Oh, I want to go see Grandpa. No, no. You want to see the one who died for you. Christ died for sinners. On the, on the cross, my friend, he poured out his blood for you and for the old trailblazer. And you want to see him. You want to bask in the light of, the, of his love, my friend. And, and I don't know. I can't describe what it will be. Surely I can't. But, oh, my friend, what a day that will be. But what a day it will be when you cast into outer darkness. 
to 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 the gnashing of teeth and the and the and the, the screams and the crying in that it says a bottomless pit it'll be like falling 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 in the darkness my friend I don't know what hell will be no more than I know what heaven will be but I don't want to go there do you I don't want to go to hell do you you want to go to hell I have folks make fun of hell but don't do that don't do that plead the blood would you Ask the Lord to, to save you. Ask the Lord to give you a substitute for your sin. Ask the Lord to show you, show you yourself that you might cry unto the Lord. You know when you cry unto the Lord? When you, when you wake up to the fact that you lost. Have you ever seen yourself lost? L-O-S-T, lost. Un, undone, wretched, poor, miserable, blind, and naked, and lost, and lost. Just another face in hell, my friend. Oh, but listen, listen, I tell you oftentimes, shaking the preacher's hand is not salvation. That won't get you to heaven. Turning over a new leaf won't do it. Quit drinking, quit smoking, that won't do it. But Lord, it's, it's a having a substitute, one who paid my sin debt. I owe a sin debt, and the Lord paid it. Do you owe a sin debt? Have you ever seen that, my friend? The old trailblazer, I, I just wish I knew how to preach. I wish I knew how to lay on your heart the claims of our blessed Lord, that he died to save you. Oh, if you come to him, he'll save you, my friend. Remember the old trailblazer's address? Uh, the old trailblazer, post office box, 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785. But go there and look on my website, radiomissions.com. O-R-G. You can look up, I believe, the radio log there and, and also the catalog for the bookstore. And uh, remember, help me with the broadcast just a little if you can. I appreciate it. And may the Lord richest blessings rest upon you. Goodbye. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet radio station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis. 